<clears throat> okay, good morning everyone. Um, before we start, we're going to let Joe uh, just read the dedications for today's year. Okay, so we have uh, Roberta Katz sponsors two days of learning for the retirees program in memory of her mother, Helene Pruslin, Chayabas Mayer, and her father, Irving Pruslin, Israel Ben Eliezer. Your site for Helene was this past Shabbos, second day of Thomas. <coughs> learn for both of their Meshamos uh, 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 Friday, June 18th, today. So I don't have a second day, so I imagine she's sponsoring the learning with Nishmas, both her parents, but okay. she sponsored two days. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, welcome everyone. Uh, this first year is going to be on the Parsha, like we've done the last couple of weeks. Um <clears throat> I'm going to take you to the site so that you could see it inside. Uh, you could always access it on rabbidg.com. And uh, take a moment, you could join us for July 4th weekend. We're going on a trip to uh, Kivrit Tzadikim in the Ukraine, in Hungary, and in Belarus. So if you scroll down here, you have two options of printing out Divrei Torah every week. Uh, in English, it's called Elevate Your Shabbos Table. Uh, you click here. And this week is Parshas Chukas, and uh, here it is, it's right here. If you want to subscribe to it, so when you go onto the site, there's a big red button, you just click it, and you subscribe, and it comes to you every Arab Shabbos. Okay, so Parshas Chukas. Actually, um, I'm very glad that we are uh, beginning with this Tvar Torah, because the yard site of the Kleisenberger Rebbe is Tes Tamos, which is this Shabbos. And this first Vartaira is the drasha that the Kleisenberger Rebbe gave in Auschwitz on Parshas Chukas. This was the Rebbe, this is the drasha the Rebbe, the Rebbe gave in Auschwitz, Parshas Chukas. And you could say this over on Shabbos. This uh, Shabbos is the Rebbe's yard site. Now, this uh, Dvar Torah is printed in his biography, Lapidesh, and the uh, Kleisenberger Rebbe says, Zois Chukas HaTayra. Zois is a mnemonic, is an acrostic. The acrostic stands for Zuchar Al Tishkach. Remember, don't forget. Meaning what we're about to learn is a uh, the ingredients that are are recommended to help a person remember their learning. So, Zoi stands for Zachar Al Tishkach. Number one <clears throat> is you should review your learning 101 times, which is alluded to in the words Tziva. Zoi, Zachar Al Tishkach. The first thing you want to do is Tziva. Tziva is Gematria 101, as the Gemara says in Chagiga, that Eino Doima Mishashayna Perka Mea Poem, Lashayna Perka Mea Ve'echad. So, that's the first um, message. Number two, Hashem. One should always have the presence of Hashem before them. Even though while one's learning is an intellectual pursuit, it is uh, not a pursuit of spiritual nature in that at the time of learning it's a rigorous intellectual process. Nevertheless, one should always be aware, Hashem, that Hashem's presence is in front of them. And the final component the Rebbe taught is to learn aloud to learn uh, bekoil, not to, not just to think it in your mind, so that when one should not just look at a sefer and sort of 
recite it in his mind, but one should articulate the words. In fact, there is an opinion of the Shulchan Aruch HaRav that if somebody learns and he does not say the words, he is not Mekayim, the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. That is the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch HaRav. He asks, so then, what does one do by a shir? So he says, by a shir, you are saying the words because Shoimeya Ka'ina, which, by the way, is very difficult because Shoimeya Ka'ina can only work if you're actually live. According to the Shulchan Aruch HaRav, if you listen to a shir on Zoom, you're not Mekayim the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, which would be a very unfortunate chidosh. Rav Shlomo Zalman disagrees with the Shulchan Aruch HaRav. He says there is no halacha that if you don't say the words, you're not Mekayim Talmud Torah. And he says when you're attending a shir, it is not that you're Mekayim Torah through Shoimea Ka'ina, but that's the method of learning. Method of learning is there is one person who speaks and ev- and everyone else's participation is through Shmiya. But nevertheless, it's always considered um, better when you do learn to try to articulate the words. So you read the words, Zois Zechar Al Tishkach, Chukas HaTorah. These, this is how you remember the Torah. Number one, Siva, 101 times. Hashem, be aware you're in the presence of Hashem. Lamar, say the words out loud. Well, <clears throat> Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky points out that, Yaakov, that later on in the parsha, we have another important ingredient regarding learning Torah, and that is the Pasuk says, Zois ha Adam ki from which we shlokish darshins. Minayin she'ein divrei Torah meskayimin elabameimis atzmai alel. How do I know the Torah is only meskayim if you kill yourself over it? Shenemar zois ha adam ki yamos By the way, last night, in the, uh, this week, the Thursday night share, we gave a very beautiful pshat in uh, what it means. Ein divrei Torah meskayimin elabameimis shemeimis atzmai alel. You could check it out. We uh, expanded what we learned Wednesday morning. But the question is, why <clears throat> is there? Why are the pointers of Talmud Torah given in the Parsha of Paraduma? Here we have the Kloisenberger Rebbe finds three ing- ingredients to be successful in learning in the Pasuk. Number one, to review 101 times. Number two, to be aware of the presence of Hashem. Number three, to say the words out loud. And we have Reish Lakish's suggestion that Torah is only acquired if you uh, sacrifice yourself over it. What's the connection between the mitzvah of Paraduma and these pointers on how to retain Torah knowledge? Um, The answer is as follows. That Talmud Torah in a way is like the Paraduma. And that is, it is different than all other disciplines. All other disciplines of knowledge follow certain laws of reason and logic, and if a person studies, they will be successful, and one does not study, they won't be successful. One would not think you need to imagine yourself in the presence of Hashem to be successful in any other discipline. One would not think that you have to specifically say the words to be successful. One would not expect that it requires any degree of sacrifice, but the learning of Torah is different than all other disciplines. It's above and beyond human intellect. It's a supernatural body of information. And therefore, the methods of acquiring it and remembering it also do not follow the laws of reason. And that's why the tips on how to be successful in learning Torah are found in the parsha of Para Aduma. Because just as the Para Aduma is beyond human comprehension, the 
<coughs> reason why certain techniques are beneficial when it comes to learning of Torah also would not um, follow the dictates of logic necessarily. Okay, we, we move on to the uh, next element of Torah, uh, next Dvar Torah on Parshas Chukas. The Pasuk says, Perek Chavav Yuches, and the end of the Pasuk says, Fine. So the Nachlas David brings a Perush in the name of his Rebbe, Reb Chaim Velazhner. And it talks about Be'er Chafaruha Sarim. Be'er, a well, refers to the Torah Shabalpeh. Ein Ma'imela Torah. And the Sarim are the Tamid Chachamim who connect to HaKadosh Baruch So basically, Be'er, those are the wells that are dug by the princes, the Tamid Chachamim. However, who are the Nedive Ha'am? Karuha Nedive Ha'am. Those are those who support the Torah through their generosity. So you have two uh, segments of Klal Yisrael. You have the Sarim who dig wells of Torah and create new Torah inside, and you have the Nadive Ha'am who support them. By the way, they're not mutually exclusive. Somebody who is a Tamil Chacham is still required to support Torah, even if somebody has limited means. Chazal tell us that if somebody learns a lot of Torah and does not support Torah, they are not upholding the Torah. Likewise, even those who are generous and have, are of means and have resources, if they just support and they don't learn, that's also not enough. Both pursuits have to be pursued by everybody. Tamidei Chachamim are still required to support. Generous uh, supporters of Torah are still required to learn. By the way, Zavulan, Rashi and Parshas, Rashi tells us that the Shvatim, who were the Shvatim of Torah, were Yehuda, Yisachar, and Zavulan. Isn't that interesting? Zavulan were considered from the Shvatim of Torah. Why would that be? And Rashi says, Oi, Rashi Parshas Kairach. Rashi says, Oi, Letzadik, Oi, Lishchenoi. On the other hand, Shevet Ruvain got uh, influenced by the by Kairach because of his proximity to Kairach. But it's interesting that Zavulan is categorized as one of the Shvatim of Torah. I thought they were the businessmen, the merchants, the supporters of Torah. They were, but they were also the Tamil Chachamim. So anyway, you read the Pasuk as follows. You have the Be'er, which is dug by the Tamil Chachamim, and it was also hewn out by the Nedivim. So these two words, Bimechoi Keik and Bimeshanoisam, they go back on the beginning of the Pasuk. Bimechoi Keik goes on the Tamid Chachamim, who are Be'er Chafarua Sarim. They connect with their ability to be Mechoi their law-giving ability to dig the Torah's depth. And then the Divei Ha'am, they connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Bimeshanoisam, with their support and with their mishenes, uh, with their uh, staff of uh, support of Torah. Okay, and then finally, 
We have an interesting Dvar Torah here from the Maral. I never saw this inside, but it is cited in the Sefer Lachsois Benoyim Hashem that my good friend Rav Nassim Wadler gave me. We have three parashiyos. Kairach, Chukas, Balak. What do they have in common? They all have the letter Kuf in it. But the only thing is, Kairach begins with a Kuf, Chukas has a Kuf in the middle, and Balak has a Kuf in the end. And that is certainly of note. So, Kairach started off as an Ish Kadosh, who then became corrupt, corrupt. therefore his Kedusha is in the beginning. Chukas speaks about the purity of the Paraduma. The person starts off Tameh, he then becomes Tahar, and those who are involved within it, they become Tameh. So there the Kedusha is in the middle, but not in the beginning of the end. And Balak, even though he was a rotten guy and he had no Kedusha, nevertheless, Rus came out from him, so here he had Kedusha in the end. His Kedusha was in the end. Hence, Koirach, Chukas, and Balak. Now, Rabbi Isai, we go back to... I want to share with you... How do we do this here? We're going to... Okay. Um, I want to show you um, two Divrei Torah from the Ben Ashri. So we're going to go back to the site. And we're going to go scroll down. Here, I'm going to show you how to do it. We're going to scroll down to the Ben Ashri. We're going to go to this week's Ben Ashri. If you want to hear all of the Divrei Torah, the Ben Ashri explained, you could go to the OU site, all Parsha, where we have Shurim on the Ramban on the Parsha, the Balaturim on the Parsha, as well as the Ben Ashri. Here we go. And this is it. Parshas Chukas Ben Ashri. <clears throat> Something very interesting. Number one, Chazal say that HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed the reason of the Paraduma to Moshe Rabbeinu and to everyone else it remained a chukah, nobody else un- understands it. However, there was an individual who made an attempt to understand the reason of the Paraduma, namely Shlomo HaMelech. However, Shlomo HaMelech said the following pasuk, Amarti Echkama, I thought I would be wise. But, it was distant from me. I thought I would figure out the reason of the Paraduma. However, it was distant from me. How do Chazal see in the words, Amarti Echkama, that Shlomo Melch wanted to understand the reason of the Paraduma? The means that he could not understand it. Where do you see anything about the Paraduma over here? So the Ben Lashu says something very interesting. The Gemara Baba Basra teaches us, Chacham Adif Minavi. A smart man is better than a prophet. A wise man is better than a prophet. Why is that? Rav Hudner would say, because a prophet knows what God says. A wise man is even smarter. He knows, the prophet knows what God says because God told him. The wise man knows what God says because he figured it out on his own. So someone who is a chacham is even greater than a prophet. 
So Shlomo Melch says like this, if Moshe Rabbeinu was a prophet, knew the reason for the paraduma, then Chacham Adif Minavi, I'm going to figure it out on my own. So then why couldn't he, if Chacham Adif Minavi? And the answer, says Ben Lashri, is very interesting. There's a famous Yushalmi Masech Damakos. <clears throat> the Yushalmi says that God asked the Torah, what should be the fate of somebody who commits an Avera? The Torah says, let him bring a Kapara. And God asked the, the Chachamim, what should be the fate of someone who commits a sin? And the Chachma said they should die. And God then said, I'll tell you myself the fate of somebody who does an Avera, let them do Tshuva. In other words, according to Chachma, there is no concept of Kapara. According to Wisdom, according to Seichel, there's no way to get atonement. You did a sin, you got to pay the price. So Shlomo Amel thought he'll figure out the reason of the Paraduma with Chachma. The problem is, what is the reason for the Paraduma? Rashi brings down from his Rebbe, Ramosha Hadarshan, that the Paraduma is a Kapara for the Chet Ho'eda. That the reason why the Paraduma is red is corresponding to sin, which is red. And the reason why it has to be Tamim is because Klal Yisrael were Tamim before the sin of the Egal. And the reason why you have to bring three species, Eitz Erez, the Ezoi Vushnisoilas, is connected to the 3,000 Jews that were killed with the Egal. And the reason why the ashes of the Paraduma were put away for posterity is because the sin of the Egal is preserved for all time. So the Paraduma is a Kapara for the Chedo Egal. The only thing is, Chachma does not acknowledge Kapara. According to Chachma, there is no Kapara. So Shlomo thought, Chacham Adif Minavi, he'll figure out the reason of the Paraduma. But Shlomo then understood, it's Rechaykumim, and it's too far from me. According to Seichel, you can't explain the Paraduma. Because Kapara is not licensed according to Chachma. As Yushalmi says, God asked Chachma, what is the what are the repercussions of the sinner? And Chachma responded, Nefesh HaChaytas Tamos. Okay, one more idea here. Zois Chukas HaToyra Shatsiva Hashem Limar. Why does it say Zois Chukas HaToyra? It should say Zois Chukas HaPara. And the Ben Lashri says as follows, There's Gemara Menachas and Kuf Yud. That anyone who is oisek in Torah, it's as if he brought karbonos. Now, there's a concept when it comes to karbonos, unishalma parim sefaseinu. We will pay cows with our lips. That even though we cannot bring karbonos by learning about them and speaking about them, that is in lieu of bringing them. So therefore the Torah says by the parasha paraduma, Zois chukas ha that everything Hashem commanded, that you could fulfill, if you can't do it, you could fulfill it, Lamar. Zois chukas ha here is the statute of the Torah, Asher tziv Hashem that God commanded, that if you're not able to do it yourself, Lamar, then you could learn about it, and if you learn about it, it's like you did it yourself, that even tahara, you say, Tahara, I'm not, it's not possible to become Tahar Bismanazeh. How can you become Tahar? We don't have the ashes of the Paraduma, but if you learn Masechta Para and you learn 
the subject of the Paraduma, and you learn it in depth, the same way, Kol HaOisek B'Parshas Oila, Kilo Hikrif Oila, Kol HaOisek B'Parshas Para, Kilo Hisig Tahara. As, by the way, the Rambam writes in his last Halacha of Hilchois Taharais, that even though Taharais is a Chayk, but it requires Kavana, and therefore the Rambam says that if a person is Mechaven, to throw away his evil thoughts and his bad perspectives and his false ideologies, he's metaher atzmai b'mei hadas. He purifies himself in the waters of das. So therefore, the, the Torah is saying that if you can't actually perform the paraduma, you can be mekayimit through limar atayra. Okay, Rabbi Isai, so these are five offerings on the parsha. You know how to get it. You could go to the site, you subscribe, and it comes to your inbox, Arab Shabbos. You just click over here, subscribe, and it's yours. Okay, we're going to start momentarily this year on um, the tefillah. Okay. Give me one moment, let me just pull it up.